Hey, it's your girl KV. New Mercedes is out now. Paradise coming out in November. Uh, and this is one on one with Jerm. Oh man, we are back. One on one with Jerm. Episode one thirty seven. Yeah, 137 here on the FOMO Podcast Network. I have a... Oops, that's something in my eye. <laughs> if you can see on video. I have a, a terrific young lady in the building who will be performing. By the time you hear this, she's already tore the stage down. You missed it. Catch the recap on, on somebody's IG. Probably hers at the end of the uh, episode. You'll get her IG and all the good stuff. KV, she's part of uh, the ladies' night tomorrow night at Trash Panda Drinking Club. 4203, I think it's 4203 Edison Street. Mm-hmm. Y'all y'all already missed out. I told y'all all week to get off your couch. You weren't doing nothing to pull up. No, you know, don't remind me of that. You're on your couch any day. That oh, Everest any commercial? Yeah. Facts. 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 I'm telling you, man. These people, don't, they, they, they wonder how, you know, people get on. It's because of y'all. So y'all got to come up. KV, like I said, Aisha K, uh, cold-hearted. Uh, the beautiful key, Liv, um, Brianna. Uh, I can't pronounce her 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 second name. And am I missing? Oh, am I missing anybody? Did I say anybody? It's six. It's yeah, six. Yeah. yeah, six. Our condolences to Alexis family and her family on the passing of her grandfather. But yeah, we're gonna tear it down. Oh, we have live painting tomorrow by six Sicily. I believe that's how you pronounce her name. Um, it's gonna be a great night. DJ Elsie on the ones and twos. Pull up. Oh, well, it already happened. I don't know why I keep telling y'all to pull up. It already happened, so you missed out. I apologize, but how are you, Mom? I'm good. How KV in the building. I'm great. It's Friday. It I took I took today and tomorrow off, so. Oh, I did not. I did work earlier today, but, like, I'm used to being tired. The grind don't stop? Yeah. Okay. It, it be like that sometimes yeah, to get to where you want to be. Mm-hmm. I, 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 well, how has the rest of your Friday been besides... Um, it's Besides work. I watched the Astros, Altuve, Clutch City. Mm-hmm. Altuve hit it. I met Altuve one time. I was at State 48, and he was sitting over there, and I ran up, and I just wanted to shake his hand. With famous people, I don't like to take all them pictures. I just want to talk to him because, like, and it's not just any famous person. got to be, like, someone I, like, care about and like. And Altuve, that was just, like, it was hard. Plus, his hands are super big, and it just surprised me for him to be five, five six. six. His hands, like, just beefy as hell. But, Facts. Yeah. Stay 48. Oh, man, she already talking big money talk. Yeah. My parents, they, they are bougie. Ooh, they go to bougie places. So. Yeah. No, 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 no. Try to put your parents in this. I'm going to say it was you. Oh, well. <laughs> At the time, I didn't have Stake 48 money. I, I can do it now, but uh, mm. two, three years ago, I did not. So I see you graduated from uh, University of Houston. Go cool. Yeah, go cool because I have my rings on. Yeah, okay. I see. I see you um, graduated with your degree in um, a bachelor of a bachelor of business arts. There we mm. go. In marketing with a focus in entrepreneurship. Mm. There we go. Cum laude. I yeah, I was about to say I was going to give you your credit. Your summa. Mm-hmm. Are you a summa cum laude or just no, cum laude? Cum laude. Mm-hmm. I decided to do it just because, like, I was like, why not? I didn't even know it was going to show up on the degree. But, like, my degree right now, it's, like, framed, but it's just, like, sitting on the floor. It's not, like, hung up yet. I yeah. Know. I understand. Yeah. Seven-time dean list. Yeah. Yeah, I peeped your stats. Yeah, one one, one uh, semester got me. Mm. Yeah. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> you acting like, like you ain't, you never made the dean's list. Well, one. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, made, I made it. I like that. Yeah. Smart, cam, rap. Yeah. Like, 
came out of college, y'all was like, oh, six-figure job. So oh, she's stunning on everybody. Yeah, I usually, I don't like to talk, talk too much about myself. Just because I don't, bragging. I don't like bragging. Sometimes you got to, sometimes you got to talk about yourself. Yeah, but the funny thing. If you don't do it all the time, mm-hmm. you can do it sometime. Well, I, I was going to say the funny thing is that I don't, like, even me, a semblance of me talking about myself, sometimes people get mad. So, and I say people get mad because, like, I, I feel like every once in a while I just come across somebody who just hates me for no reason. But Why is you know, that? Because you're young and successful and doing what you need to do? Yeah, and um, I am kind of slow to seeing, like, oh, bitch is mad. Just because I'm in my own world to where it's like I'm not trying to race against somebody. So that will piss somebody off even more because, like, wow, so she's not even paying attention to the fact that I don't fuck with her. And so. You're in your own lane. Yeah. And so, like, sometimes it takes me a while to wake up and see that because my mom, you know, mother's always right. They be on it early and she'd be like, oh, they're jealous of this and jealous of that. And I'm thinking, I'm not that fucking cool. Why are they jealous of me for? Facts. But yeah, they'll end up being. To some people that you are cool in their eyes, even though you might not see it. Yeah, I think, like, I was talking to a friend about that today. He was asking me, he was like, he was trying to get back into doing a bunch of things. And he was like, how the fuck do you do all the things you do? And I was like, mm. I don't see it as a phenomenal thing. I see it as it's something I'm supposed to do to get to where I'm trying to go. So I have Gotta to lie to myself day. just a little bit just so I'm not as tired. Mm-hmm. You get it? So I like that. You got to do something every day mm-hmm. to reach where you want to reach. Don't matter how tired it is. Don't matter what time you got off of work. You got to put the effort into it. So you're originally from Houston, born and raised in Houston? Mm-hmm. What side of town are you from? I'm from the north side. So no. Like, yeah. My grandmother, she stayed over in uh, Homestead. Okay. And over there. Um, and like, um, it's, it's blanking on me, that other area. Uh, Cashmere Gardens. Cashmere Gardens. So like, yeah, I was in, in and out of there. I went to Thurgood Marshall for like my first three years of school. And then mm-hmm. went to Umbel ISD. So like, I lived in Umbel, but like my church in Houston, everybody else lived in Houston. So I was like in and out. You know, every day. I like that. I understand you were you were just a local tourist. Yeah. In your own city in your own city. Yeah. Now I saw that you, you started writing music at three. Mm-hmm. Like how how does one go about starting at three to so. write music? <laughs> And <laughs> articulate themselves. It was it, like it was like when I say three, it was just like it was it was a bullshit song. I don't even remember what it was. I just remember I wrote a song. I don't That's... remember if it rhymed super well, but I just remember it was a song. Um, it was yours. Then, yeah, it was mine. It was a mm-hmm. song, and I wanted to be a rapper. Funny enough, because of the Danny Phantom theme song, <laughs> I just really liked it, and so like went on to doing rap, and then. Um, Singing, I never thought I'd be able to sing just because, like, I didn't have, like, a church singing voice and, like, uh, in choir. My voice always strained and stuff. And I just had to learn what my voice was because it's, I think I always had an issue where I felt like I couldn't hit the right tone and be loud. But that was just diaphragm training. Now I can do that. But, like, for the longest, I thought I couldn't sing just because of how we learned in church to sing. Right. But uh, that was just straining my voice. So, yeah. Who are some of your musical influences that you, you've looked up to? Um, coming up and now I kind of have some like I looked at more for songwriting and some more just like for singing like I really like Ed Sheeran like he taught me how to songwrite mm. so I really like him Um, I love Mariah Carey so like uh, she wanted she inspired me to like try to train the diaphragm like so to hold the we belong together like hold that the whole time really that note mm-hmm. yeah um, I love Kehlani so like that's where I really like contemporary R&B because of her um as far as rap, people will argue me down about this, but I always think the best lyricist we have is Eminem. 
Mm. I mean, I know people don't disagree. It's just like he can literally rhyme with anything. And I think it's just also a testament to how good he is that he's a battle rapper who made good music. Because, you know, the joke is they can't make an album. Mm -hmm. But, like, he actually could. So, like, really love Eminem. Um, but, of course, love Kendrick Lamar. He's my favorite rapper. So. Yeah, I see you did a DNA remix. Yeah, oh, man, that's old. <laughs> yeah, do my research. Yeah, that was very old, but I did do a DNA remix. That's the only song that I saw that you you really covered. Out of um, I mean, I did some JID remixes. I really love JID. You like JID? So you're an Earth Gang fan and all. Spillage yeah. Village and yeah, I love Spillage. They had a really good album, Spillage. Mm -hmm. That was a really good album. Very great album. Mm -hmm. I understand. Dang, you you're young, but you seem like you have an old soul. You know what I was gonna say? I guess I wouldn't say that just because, like, I feel like old soul people is like, oh, I listen to Nas, I mm -hmm. listen to Too Short, I'm over here listening to E40, and it's like I don't listen to them that Facts. often. Facts. But like, I know who people who are, they are, but I'm not gonna sit up here and be like, I can name everybody in Wu Tang exactly because I cannot. Exactly, it's yeah. not. I guess at a certain age, you you're like, I don't want to. I'm not an old head. I don't mm -hmm. want to listen to you know what people listen to. I want to listen mm -hmm. to what I like and what I want to listen to mm -hmm. instead of people just pushing it on you. Yeah, I'm old. I guess I'm old head R and B though, just because mm. like, but all R and B, and that's because my mom she listened to one or two point one, so I really got an Put appreciation of R and B. So I always tell people I love R and B more than I love rap, and I love to sing more than I love to rap. But I'm better at rapping than I am singing. Mm. So it's just a funny little combo there. It's a reverse in some in some instances. It's a little yeah. swerve in a sense. Yeah, exactly. Because like I have to train my singing more than training rapping. Because uh, I think like. Rhyming came so easy to me that I forgot that, like, niggas can't rap. Like, yeah. <laughs> they really can't. And so not even, like, just bad rappers, but, like, just your everyday person can't just open their mouth and start rapping. Mm. But, you know, I think it's just because singing is more technical than rap, but it's not far off. I used to think, oh, like, they in two different grades, but no. It's like singing and then, like, rapping. rapping's right here. Because mm -hmm. you have to have a really big dictionary as well. Because, like, freestyling, I feel like all the best, like, you can't truly be a rapper if you don't know how to freestyle. You don't have right. to be the best freestyler. But if you just can't at all, it's like, mm, What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Facts. I understand. Now, I, I was I was reading, which was very interesting, you know, um, you got into, like, heavy metal music. Oh, not heavy metal. Grunge rock. Grun what is grunge rock? Nirvana. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I love Kurt Cobain. Yeah, so I, I, another thing why I care about songwriting so much is because I thought it was so cool when I looked at Nirvana songs, and I always go to the bottom to see, like, who wrote it. Right. And it would always just be Kurt Cobain or Dave Grohl or Chris Novellick. So sometimes it would have all three names, sometimes just two, sometimes just Kurt. And Ed Sheeran, his songs are like that as well. It'll just say Ed Sheeran. And I'm like, that's really cool to just, like, have your name on it. So, like, I that's why I try to just write everything myself. Like, I do write everything myself. Right. But, like, I used to be like, I didn't want any influence from anybody else just so I could have my name on there. But like, sometimes like I'll be recording with Young God and he'll tell me change like one word or two words or something. It's like, that's not a big deal. I think it's a difference between like someone helping you out with something and someone literally writing down which everything. Yeah. yeah. yeah like, Giving you word for word in a sense. Mm -hmm. I understand that. Now, um, who are some, I guess, women rappers, female rappers that, that you, you know, you pull some things from or, do you even pull things from them? Um, I think it's impossible not to. I think with music, it's always going to be inspiration is what makes you write more. So um, I can't pull a Lil Wayne and be like, I only listen to my own music. <laughs> but um, Plus, I don't have enough to do so. Because uh, if you win, you can. But yeah. Um, 
I would say, of course, Meg, just because like I really like how. To me, I know some people put her in the pussy rap convo, but I, I guess I kind of don't. <laughs> wait, because, like, wait, wait, wait! You, you gave me a new category. What oh, is it? Heard? Oh, pussy, pussy rap, rap yeah. convo or pussy rap? Yeah. Just like, you know, the rap where it's Facts, like, oh, I didn't know there was a, a, a certain off genre for it. That's a first I've heard. Yeah, I like but yeah, I know what because about. some people try to say all female rap is look, look at me. This, But it's not. The, you know, insert blank doll. Like half of them mm-hmm. is all pussy rap and, That's you know, it. that type shit. But then you got people actually rapping. Like, Rhapsody. I really, yeah. And, and of course, um, Meg, I also like Doja. I know she like. I try to separate the music from the person yeah, as best as I can. You have but, uh, I try not to get yeah. in, involved in that as much as I can. Just give me the music. Yeah, I mean, unless they're just, like, a terrible fucking person. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, sometimes they just, like, weirder shit. It's okay. But, yeah, like, Doja, I think her flow is very underestimated. I think people want to think, it, like, talk about the singing side of things. But, no, she's truly somebody who can do both and be good at both. So Exactly. Yeah, she has a wonderful flow. Uh, Meg, it's just, like, Bar for bar, she going with anybody. That's what I really like about that. Plus, it's just like how hard she come with it. And it's not like in a big, hard, masculine way. Like, I really like how she balances it. And that's really hard to do. He's playing H-Town. Facts. The H-Town was city. like my first good song. The Greatest City. And you had a prelude to it. I did have a prelude. Oh, yeah. I was trying it with that first tape. It was not my best. But I had to learn how to do bad music to do good music. That's how you. That's how you learn. That's how you progress. Is mm-hmm. okay. I'm just gonna put it out here. Mm-hmm. I rock with it, mm-hmm. so they gonna rock with it. Yeah, and, and I, it was a lot of growing confidence. I was just like, I swear my shit was gonna get heard by all the A and R's. They was gonna knock down the dope. Mm-hmm. And then I listened back to it, and I realized how much stuff was bad. Like the rap. If I was listening to it now and listening, if it just wasn't me and some young person and they wanted advice, I'd be like, the flow is there, the bars are hitting, but it's a look horny, and also. That rap voice you got to develop on. Because I had no rap voice, too. So it was like, I had to build one of those. Right. And with the singing, I mean, I think I did a 180 completely with, like, songwriting and stuff. Because some of my shit was kind of, like, it was shit I wouldn't do. Like, I'm not, like, a bird. And some of them songs were real <laughs> bird-ass songs. Like, what the fuck was I talking about? Like Now, Deep, you were talking about. I fucking hate Deep. That's my worst song ever. You wow. you were talking about, you know, how you, you might not want to fall in love and. <laughs> You might Anyone not want to tell me the truth. Yeah, you don't want to be committed. Like, <laughs> you still feel that way? You don't want to be in love? Don't want to be tied down? No. Deep <laughs> was more of like, I was trying to tell a story. Mm. And it, it didn't come across clearly. Um, I think the way I feel now is that men waste time. So you have to find one worth wasting time for. Because I've accepted that there's not going to be any relationship where it's not going to require me to devote time and like get a little sidetracked and get a little distracted because that's what it does i've also accepted that i used to judge people hard for like some of the dumbass decisions they make but then i realized just how stupid love makes you so like they're making dumbass decisions but they're also with a bad person so that's why their decisions are even worse so it's a lot of trust there that i would have to have so that's why it's kind of like um i'm i'm going to be very careful when it comes mm. to choosing a partner because it's like i'm gonna be dumb as hell for you Please don't screw me over. Like, also, I'm be loyal as shit, and I'm going to pour my all into this the same way I pour my all into all the things I'm passionate about. Mm. And I'm also going to care about you probably as much as music, and that's crazy for me. So mm. it's like, I got to pick very carefully. So, like, yeah, I'm not trying to just give anybody who asks my time. It's like, you got to be worth it. Are you a cheater? I am not. Mm. No. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. I I really hate cheating. Like I've always said, that's my number one thing. I can't think. Like if you cheat on me, that's more of like I see it as straight disrespectful. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and it's like you're also saying fuck you, but you also calling me a bitch because you think you get to cheat on me. So it's so many emotions in that area to where it's like I would just get my things and go. Like there's no coming back. Like the only way there's a chance is if God Himself says, "Hmm, think about it," because ain't no way. Mm. <laughs> so cheating is is on the list, fellas. Yeah. Don't cheat. Yeah, because I mean, it's easy to leave me alone. That's why I say it's free to leave me alone. So, like, why get with me and cheat? Just leave me alone. Very easy. Hmm. <laughs> and there it is. Yeah. Oh, what wise words from a young soul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you find as a misconception of being an a independent artist that people think is totally false? Hmm. I was going to say that it's easy. Because it's not, but also it is if you don't have, like, real goals. Mm. And not even real goals. It's all goals are goals. But if you don't have a goal to get, like, better and, like, grow and, like, all that. Because if you think you can just do it and then, um, like, where you are now is where you're going to stay. Or, like, you just need to get a little bit better. Hell no. It doesn't matter how good you think you are. It's always a hundred times better in the future. It's like, it does not matter. Right. So, even your baseline. Like, your baseline could be somebody else's, like, ceiling. But it's still way more for you to do. So it's still going to be hard. Like, even the bad rappers, they have to do stuff to get there. Like, even if they a goddamn plant, they had to do something. So it's like, it's um, it's not easy. I guess the other thing I would say is that less people than you think will care. Because, <laughs> like, I've had people who I consider friends who just did not even fucking care. Mm. Like, um, I never forget, I posted on my story my first time I was, like, making my music. And it was right after high school. And I should have known that these people weren't truly my friends because I wasn't comfortable enough sharing my dreams with them. And it's like, if you can't share your dreams with somebody, they definitely are not somebody you're comfortable with. Exactly. Plus the fact that I've known them for years, it's like, I should have been comfortable enough. But, you know, and uh, I was doing my music. And I remember this other dude was posting about his music, too. And so she had posted on her story like, oh, everybody want to be a rapper now. And I was like, oh. And I never forgot that. So, like, even... When, like, we might see each other on social media, things like this, it's like, uh, you know, you might like my story, I might like yours, you might like each other's photos, you might post, you know, and all this stuff, and it's cordial, but it's like, I, I always keep that in the back of my head. Like, I'm not a person who holds grudges, but I'm not dumb as hell. So, like, I remember the things you said and who you are, so if you come around later and you want to give me, like, big ups and shit, it's like, I still remember what you said when I didn't have the success. So. I totally understand that. Now... With songwriting, what do you find easier? Do you find it easier to write a R&B song, or do you find it easier to write a rap song? R&B, just because, like, I'll just open my mouth and start singing, you know? Um, I freestyle all types of songs. So, like, I freestyle. Like, when I'm writing a rap song, I'll just start rapping it and then start writing it. Right. Um, but R&B, I have a song. I have a song coming out that I didn't write anything down. I just did it in three takes in the studio. Hmm. Like, so... I can fully freestyle a song and just let it be. Right. Um, and I remember I was talking to somebody like two, three weeks ago, and they were asking, like, what is my process of songwriting? And I think in that moment, I realized just how much of a gift it was because it's like, I don't just say, ooh, let me write about this. It's just it comes to my mind. I can write a song based off of a song title, based off of one word, based off of the beat telling me what to write. It's like I don't really have a process with it. It's just like I it write comes to songs. you. Yeah, like, I've written, since I started writing songs when I was 13, like, when I started for real writing, I've written over, like, 2,000-something songs. It's mm-hmm. like, yes, most of them will never see the light of day, but I was just writing to write. 
and I'll just hear the beat in my head. I didn't need one, you know. Mm. So that's why it frustrates me that I'm not a producer because I really need to learn so I can make the things I hear. So, yeah. The beats, the melodies. Mm-hmm. I understand. What do you do to get into your your zone of of writing and? Um, I I guess I don't really have a zone. I know what it feels like to be out of it. And when I'm out of it, it's because I'm blocking myself. Like after I released Sport of Vibe, I went through a self-imposed writer's block. Like I don't, I don't know. I think just had a scary moment where I was scared. I couldn't make anything better, and uh, I just felt like everything I wrote was bad. And so New Mercedes, I remember I started writing New Mercedes because the first thing that came to my head was empty pockets drive me crazy. And I was just thinking, I sh- that's not good enough. I need to do something else. But I couldn't think of anything better, so I just kept writing from it and ended up being a great song. So. I realized it was literally self-imposed writer's block because I just wasn't accepting what my mind was saying. These are the words. Mm. So I really learned that this year. Just go with the flow. Sometimes the beat will literally tell me what tell to write. Tell you what to write. And I just write it. Mm. Now, before Aubrey drops for the dogs, <laughs> K- <laughs> KV drops for the vibes. The number four, though. The number four. Go go look that up. Mm-hmm. All one. All one word. For the vibes. It's a Z because it beats that vibes. Why not? <laughs> Yeah. How did how did that project come about? That was your your first E. Well, that was what your second yeah. EP mm-hmm. in a sense. Mm-hmm. How did um, they all come about? So how long did it take you? Thirteen minutes was it? Four or five tracks? It was four tracks. Four tracks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, that came about. I had songs like Activation. I had finished recording that in like twenty twenty one, and same thing for. Which one was it? Love Handles. Love Handles, I've been creating since 2020. And I just finally finished it. And then I added um, for the uh, the one that's playing right now. Top Guy. Top Guy, thank mm-hmm. you. I forget the name of things. Uh, Top Guy. That's how you know you have so much music. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, oh, Darko. Yeah. Darko was a completely different piece. And I forget that. Um, they, I just, like, made them in different times. And so then I just had these songs. And I was like, let's just put them together and put it out. Uh, going forward now, I have other songs I'm trying to sequence better mm. and uh, have them match some with the same vibe. But these songs, even though they're very different, they kind of match. They all work. Yeah, I don't know even how it worked. I yeah. think it's just like, I always tell people I don't lie when I write. So like, I, maybe that's what's keeping it consistent because it's like the same person in each song. Exactly. You know, it's not like a different personality. So perhaps, but yeah. The only, the only thing I was mad at at the end of the activation, you was trying to rob because you told him to go oh, yeah. rob him. I was like, no, 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 don't <laughs> rob us. No, there was actually worse things that they not mm. requested to take his wallet, rob him, rob him. And then I said, niggas don't rob each other enough nowadays. And I told Carl, I was like, hey, cut that piece off because that's a bit too much. <laughs> niggas don't really think I'm, ad- you know, advocating for robbery. Um, but I guess that will even mean like for real, for real robbery. Yeah, you telling, mean- telling the ladies to go on and rob him. I know, I know what it is. I don't even think. I think I just mean like take what's yours. Mm. I don't mean stick a nigga up with a gun. I just mean like get him. You know, just get him. Just get him. Get him. You like just do it. Speaking of just get him, mm. we're gonna talk about uh, you and your your sneaker yes. obsession. Yes, I am a sneakerhead. Unfortunately, because it's expensive. It is true. Mm-hmm. You're a true sneakerhead. Mm-hmm. How long have you been in the in the game of sneakers? So, funny. I see you have braids. You know, I can never get behind them. I know people really like braids. I don't know what it is. I think I just don't like red and black going together when it's like dominant red and black. But I won't buy Chicago's because they're overinflated in price. 
Um, I just those are numbers. Yes, he is a sneakerhead. Um, I do. Okay, I guess I'll start with I'm going everywhere. Um, (laughs) I became a sneakerhead. I was working at Dick's Sporting Goods, and I worked on a shoe deck. And I remember the Concords came out, and everybody's losing mine. And that's when I actually started paying attention to shoes. And then, because uh, I'd always liked sneakers, I just didn't know all the things. About them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The but ins then, and outs. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, like, I guess 2019 was when I was, like, baptized in the sneakerhead. Mm-hmm. And then I got my first, like, cool wolf shoe in 2020. It was earned, yeah, right when COVID broke out, I got a pair of dunks. I got the NYC Maple Leafs, and they were unopened. And those released in 2015. So I got them five years past. And they had a little bit of yellowing on them, but it wasn't, like, it made it look more authentic. Right. Like, how they do those um they just dropped those sneakers the other day the, uh, the dunks where they do like the the cream like the the vintage cream yeah like the look. vintage look mm-hmm. yeah yeah so i got mm-hmm. them uh and they kind of look like that um i think like my favorite shoe that i want to get is the reverse shatter backboards mm. really want those you don't hear people say the reverse and the rookie of the years mm, the, the ones yeah mm. i know that the pralines are pretty close to that so i was thinking about it but you know the biggest hit i got off sneakers was the um the UNCs. Which ones? Uh, the ones that was like, it had the same silhouette as the ones, but it's just blue instead. Oh, the the UNCs that just dropped. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. No, no, no. The ones that dropped in like 2021. Oh, yeah. The ones I got. Yeah, yeah. With the the OG ones. Those are yeah. ones. I want off the sneakers too. Yeah. yeah. And my, oh, I'm sorry. My biggest hit off the sneakers, not even that, the off-white dunks. Which ones? I think I got uh the one when uh, it was one of 50. Okay. I think I got lot number eight or either 13. It's the one that purplish. Oh, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. My biggest hit is uh, Travis Scott Sixes. Ooh, I can never hit a TS drop. Never. Yeah, that's my, that's my own. Well, yeah, on sneakers, because I was going to say I hit, well, no, I won two Travis's off sneakers because mm-hmm. when they had the, the Travis Day a couple years ago at Minute Maid, mm-hmm. and I won the uh, the Air Max, the Borg. Ooh, you know what I thought was crazy? People were wearing their uh, Travis Scott, the Air Force Ones. They was wearing those Astro Rubs. I thought that was crazy. I was like, it's muddy. I always, whenever I go to a concert or, or festival, I always wear um, blazers because they stick to your feet. They do not come off them blazers tight. And plus, they can kick and they can get through that mud. So exactly. Blazers. Yeah. Dirty them up. Mm-hmm. So they are literally my beaters. What do you like? What do you like more, recording or performing? Uh, recording. Performing makes me nervous as hell. Uh, I like the feeling of performing. So actually, I'm lying. I love performing. It's like when I'm in the bliss of it. Like, cause I, I always tell people like every performance is different. Like uh, as far as like the art you're doing. Cause I started with theater and then, uh, you know, doing speeches and then doing poetry and then doing dance. Cause I praise dance at church. So it was like, I've done all the different types. It's just like music is always the most sensitive one because it only takes your ear seven seconds to know if it wants to listen or not. Plus, you know, if you mess up in dancing, you can turn to a dance movie. If you mess up in theater, it's the easiest improvise. If you mess up with music, people don't need to know your song, but they know what music should sound like and right. they don't sound bad. So they can already be like, ooh, and they ain't hurting them. So it's like, it's always the most, it's the most difficult one because you really have to be on point, you know. At all times. Mm-hmm. I understand. So you say, you said in in the drop that you have music coming in mm-hmm. November. Is that yeah. what you said? Yeah. I'm putting out uh, two more songs because I'm trying mm-hmm. to release more music because I'd be sitting on a lot of songs like, uh, the songs I'm putting out, one is like new I made this year, like two months ago, and the other one I made in 2020, then re-sang it, and now I'm putting it out. Mm. So. I'm excited. So you're doing a little two, little two song drop like you did on the uh, 
with uh, the hoes. Oh, yeah, yeah. With, uh, yeah, for, uh, for the hoes. No, no, no. What is they it? Some they some hoes. They some hoes. Worth it. Yeah, Let's worth it. Worth Drunken two-piece. There we go. Yeah, the drunken two-piece. Yeah, I did the number on accident. Like, drunken two-piece, I did on purpose. Before the vibes, I just made it number four, and somebody brought up the fact that it's four and four songs, and that blew my mind, because I didn't realize I did that. The coinkadink. Yeah, so now going forward, I guess I'll try to do numbers. You said on uh, Confident Not Cocky, you spoke to existence yeah. that you wanted the, the new new Mercedes. What, what line? Uh, verse one. I don't remember my own song. So, oh, wow, she spoke that into existence. What? And that was in 2019. What was the first line of that song? Dun, dun. Shout out my crew, shout out my homies, they keeping it new. If I go crazy at anything news, I will not just playing it, don't know. Yeah, just so you can hear. KV I sound the like greatest. a baby, that was my issue. KV I really had no rep for it. But you found it. I did. I had to find it hard. In transit. Shout out my crew. Shout out my homies. It's keeping it new. If I go crazy, I end up a news. I wonder what's hooking my thoughts on my views. Oh, oh, his new but abuse. Essentially, I did a nothing. It might be verse two. But it sounds perfect. It's not hard. Oh, not the drop of bomb. I really hated that. Like, listen to what I listen to this tape every once in a while to remind myself I'm so far. You said it again too. Okay. Look at me, look at you, look at you, look at me, look at the difference. I'll kill a bitch, nigga. Dead. Caught on my tissue. My shit too original. No rendition. Uh, I can stand. Yes, artists, I listen to your lyrics. See, I can stand a whole fucking storm. My edition is because new edition. Can you stand the rain? Mick condition, pretty brown eyes. I was making references. I just hope you think the wordplay. Yeah. That's the thing. That was on point, and that stayed. But yeah, still, it was popping your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she can't spit out of my I'm a twinkle in the sky like me out. Who the fuck said they gon' lock me out? Fuck a gatekeeper, don't believe in very 
And that's a lot. I would not release a million songs till I get a little attention. Trying to slow you, trying to slow your growth, but not this time. Uh, can't be the greatest, I'm just gonna grade that in your mind. Can't be the greatest now, not in a matter of time. Which uh, I found it funny because early in the song, I said, I'm not always gonna say this, bitch, bro, bitch. but can't be the greatest. It's like I, I said it several more times throughout the whole tape. Throughout the whole tape. Hey, that's you have credit to this your name. Just no, look. you know the issues people really do be thinking about rap name is KV the greatest. It's not. I just said it so many it's times. It's KV. It's just KV. Yeah, because 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 LC said, is it KV the greatest or KV? I said, I think it's KV. Yeah. Plus my Instagram handles look yeah. like KV the greatest. It's like yeah, but no, it's just it's just KV. Whenever people say that, though, KV. I don't get mad because I'm like KV is one of the uh, one of my funniest uh, threaders I follow. Oh when yeah, I've been started. off of Threads for a yeah, bit. Me too. I forgot, but yeah, Threads was fun. Threads was had its moment. We had great nights on Threads. Sorry, Threads. <laughs> it's still Twitter. Yeah, I don't be on Twitter like that. I think that's why. Like I, Twitter, I realized it was an app that when I was on it, I was on it for like an hour and a half. So I stopped being on it because I was on it too long. Mm-hmm. So now I just go back to Twitter like every other week. Yeah. yeah. Just to, just to just make to your presence. Yeah, see, make yeah. your presence known. Mm-hmm. I see. Oh, we got to wrap up. Oh, man, I was going to ask about... Um, you being the top zero or point zero one percent Madden player. Oh yeah, my defense is hard. <laughs> oh, yeah, my yeah. defense is hard. Yeah. All right, we got come. No, she'll be back because I gotta have her back in November, and we'll talk about we'll talk about video games and, and more since they since they kicking me out <laughs> on the back end. KV, before we get out of you, you want to give all your socials and oh, where they yeah. can reach out um, to you all the good stuff. My Instagram is KV the greatest. Um, what else is important? I don't know. I've just been on Instagram lately. Uh, just gave the greatest on Instagram. Uh, my link tree is in my bio, and it has all my uh, Spotify's and things. Um, yeah, just KV on all the other platforms for music and all that stuff. I have a SoundCloud. It's not updated. I need to put stuff in there. My bad. I don't put my lyrics on my things. I don't feel like updating shit. I should. But new music is more important. That's New music is always important, man. Mm-hmm. I want to thank KV for episode coming through for episode 137 one on one with Jerm here on the FOMO Podcast Network. As always, you'll see KV. Well, you've already seen her. I'm, I keep thinking that I'm dropping this tomorrow. <laughs> KV will be performing tomorrow night, ladies' night. Pull up if you can. Sorry if you can't. Um, as always, follow me everywhere. One on one with Jerm. Uh, that's except for Twitter, it's WTH on there. But one-on-one with Jerm everywhere else. Follow FOMO Podcast Network for all the dope podcasts. Uh, follow KV. Be on the lookout for new music. She will be back in November uh, when the two-pack drops, and we can talk about more. I got more questions for uh, As always, man, remember to episode 138, stay positive, prayed up, and blessings and manifest. We gone. Peace.